Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia, and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, Daddy Gang. What the fuck is up? You're kidding. (laughs) I had a feeling you would do it. She is role playing. Right? I'm, role play. I'm kidding. Hello, everybody. This is not Call Her Daddy. This is Roaring Twenties Podcast, but we are totally channeling our Alex Cooper today because we're going to be talking about sex. That's the accurate thing. Can you believe we're going to be talking about this? <laughs> My friend can't believe it. I can't. Well, I've wanted to. I've totally wanted to, but it's it's totally one of those things that we're guilty of. We're like, oh yeah, remove the stigma, baby. Remove the stigma. And then we're like, mom, by the way, don't right, listen, don't to, listen this to this past episode, right now. mom. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're definitely going to be That's the only thing. Like, it. I love, I don't care about talking about sex at all. I love talking about sex with my friends. Like, I think oh, you should yeah, talk about we sex. Do. I just like don't need my mom and dad to listen to this episode but they might they just might so um this is your warning we're really trying to remove the stigma on this taboo topic but this is the warning for everyone who is um you know still sees us as little kids turn this shit off (laughs) this one's not for you this one's not for you there are a lot of episodes for you this one's not it this is probably number one out of 60 maybe maybe one at this point that you should not listen to everything else honestly play it a million times get those listens up Ooh. Uh, get those listens up (laughs) but uh not this one okay so there your warning because from here on out we're on for a crazy freaking ride wow it's really not gonna be (laughs) no it's gonna be it's gonna be great okay wow can't we see if brenda pulls out all the stops all the stuff no but this is our first first of many sex episodes first of many and with that this is our obviously our solo episode just me and julia with you guys here today but on thursday we have dr holly richmond who is a sex therapist guys oh my god she's so fucking awesome (laughs) she's so freaking like knowledgeable she's so wise she has all the answers and and then and on thursday's episode you guys are gonna fucking love it but in the future we really want you guys to give us all of your questions mm-hmm. well we like we polled our friends yeah and for for the dr holly episode which you guys are gonna hear on thursday we polled our friends and we were like what's on your mind like what do you want to know about sex what do you want to know about yes like from this sex therapist like to give us the questions and they just wrote us like all these the questions <laughs> and we literally asked dr holly all of them we, it was like a rapid fire kind of interview because mm-hmm. we just asked her question after mm-hmm. question Question after question about what is on 20 year old women's minds yep. about sex and she answered all of them flawlessly she's she so did. amazing she offers so so much good advice tips tricks and we're gonna have her back on because there's sure. like we just scratched the surface. we really did and, scratched. and we were like you know what let's ask her everything that we can like we have to get it all out and then she's like yeah i would totally come back we're like thank, thank god. god dr holly <laughs> we, we love have you. so many questions we love dr holly it was such a fun interview and really like we literally like it's she does a lot of podcasts and you kind of hear some of the recycled questions but like we really asked her like very specific like what is on like blah blah blah's mind and we she answered everything and it was i think you guys are gonna get so much out of her yeah and it's just 
like it's such a fun week yeah absolutely and obviously julia and i <laughs> we, we just have a natural dynamic chemistry as you know so we <laughs> didn't really plan this out um but we do want to say obviously this is going to be a fun intense episode but there also there's also going to be some deep stuff so you got to be around here for all of it because oh, yeah. there's just so many different layers to this topic um and we're freaking excited yeah so. and we're literally like today's gonna scratch service like we have to we're come back to this, this episode a lot of times and you know one day maybe we'll do like an episode where we have some cocktails oh, and yeah, then cocktail we can episode. get really down and dirty mm, that one makes me a little nervous i tend to lose control of all of my senses <laughs> <laughs> okay we hope you guys are excited as excited as we are we are so excited um but before we get into all the sex it's time for mm-hmm Pride and Pickle! That makes me this sound really sexy, right? Um, <laughs> when I honestly, do Pride and Pickle. No. no, you don't think that that's no, a turn it on? Was, it actually was a to little... turn you on? Um, no, no. No. I kind of <laughs> okay. wanted to go to sleep. No, I'm <laughs> But it's funny how not fitting this segment feels. Right, Pride and Pickle doesn't feel... Maybe you should try it differently. Say it a little more. Oh, like, okay. Mm. All right, here you go. It's time for Pride and Pickle. <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking dead. I really hope my dad is not listening to this if episode. Scott, turn it off. Turn it off because Please. it's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> <laughs> that was your warning. That, okay, was, that your, was the warning. That was the second, second stop. Knows? Second stop and did, here we go. Did second version of Pride and Pickle yeah, feel that, better? That, that, would feel, that feels better for this episode. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. So before we get into all the sex things, here is my pride. So my pride this week is... Honestly, it's about this podcast. It's we are just growing we're growing every day and it's been really cool i i we were so fired up the other night when we were recording we're like dude how do we keep booking these incredible freaking people <laughs> like i just send julia marco polos back and forth about like how i'm in disbelief at how quickly these things are coming together for us and i really believe so much of it is obviously thanks to you guys our listeners and also just like people that see something in us and us how did I say it? I was like, um, we convince people that we're big fish because we want to be in the big leagues. It's like true. And, and we believe in our mission. So I'm really excited about that. Very and true. I think it's important to reflect on. And my pickle, me and my mom were just reflecting on like random shit that happened when I was younger. And we love an anecdote from the past. So when I was younger. I think we need to make a new segment with about all these like, anecdotes that Brenda brings up. I know because honestly. Past you know, anecdotes. It's because my my other my other pickle that I'm thinking of right now is going to be a lot better for our next episode. We're so I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'm going to save. I'm going to save okay. my, my pickle. When I was younger this one time, because this is relevant to. Um, it is. Yeah, the pecan salad. Oh no, the pecan salad. <laughs> so we go out to dinner being our cute little selves at the local La Piazza in Merrick. And I just ended up, it didn't sit right with me. And yeah. I didn't want to disturb my friends. Julia and Ashley were sleeping over and I didn't want to disturb them. And I was obviously also like maybe a little embarrassed. So instead of like throwing up in my bathroom downstairs, I was trying to go upstairs at my old house and I threw up all the way up the stairs and all the way through my kitchen and i texted my mom like i'm throwing up but i'm fine (laughs) and then i texted my friends and they were like what the fuck like why didn't you just like either let us know like either go here but i just didn't want to disturb them yeah did not wake us up and it just goes to show i'm a freaking weirdo (laughs) you are so um that's me for the week thank you guys (laughs) thank you for reminding me the story of the pecan salad (laughs) okay let me pull up my pride i have to pull it up here 
as you may know, last week was my 25th oh, birthday. Oh, God. That's your, this is your bride? This is my pride. Oh, my God. Um, last week was my 25th birthday, and we, you know, it's quarantine, so we stayed in because we're responsible human beings, and we went to our friend's house. Well, we did go to brunch, but we, we sat at a table and wore masks. It's fine. But then after, since we can't go, like, to a bar, we went to our friend Ashley's house. She's a beautiful pool, and we hang out. We drank. It was super fun. And Brenda here, my beautiful co-host, um, when she drinks, like something like sort of happens to her brain <laughs> where she um, like forgets how to speak. <laughs> she like either goes like she usually what happens is she just like goes mute. Like we don't okay, really understand. That makes me seem boring because I'm actually very No, fun. it's hilarious. <laughs> no, Brenda is so fun. But she she like just like forgets how to speak like it's very odd she'll like sit there smiling and she'll like move around but she just no words like literally none so um this is at the she, end of the night okay. so this is the very end of the night we are getting ready to go to sleep she Brenna, re- recorded this video of herself asking me what i thought about my my birthday and i'm just gonna play it's it for I you really guys. wanted you to have a memorable night You're even so in my sweet. state i'm just gonna play it for you guys so you know what we're working with here ready oh your 25th year will be magical. What do you think? <gasps> Feels hard. No, it's B. It's <laughs> That's awful. Wait, don't worry. I'll play it again in case you're you kidding. It. Here we go. <laughs> Dear Julia, your 25th year will be magical. What do you think? Feels hard. No, it's be it's no, it's be. So um, just mid video, just forgot how to speak English. (laughs) Okay, let's just let's just let's just psychoanalyze that video a little bit. (laughs) What a sweet sweet friend! I just wanted to record Julia turning twenty five, and Julia is often very positive. Obviously, going through some hard times right now, but I was just even in that state. I was so caught off guard by her answer. (laughs) Julia was dancing the night away. We we were dancing. The night dance. We were dance. dancing, swimming, laughing. It was, it was a great the best day. It really was day. an awesome day. It was a great day. So there I was expecting, oh, you know what? This like we're gonna look back on Julia turning 25 at midnight and it's gonna be iconic, special, memorable. <laughs> and I was like, Julia, tell me about and then she's like, It's hard. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like my brain already losing significant brain cells was like, hello? No. It's be like and that's that you guys totally forgets how to speak english it's hilarious i'm so glad it's documented so everybody can know great Great, hopefully this project takes off because it looks like i'm not being hired anywhere else after that video (laughs) everyone who's like ever looked up to me ever on the planet is gonna listen to that and be like oh my god this girl's trash we all have our flaws it's okay we all have moments (laughs) we all have our flaws but you provide a lot of laughter for us we literally watched that video i think one (laughs) thousand we times we just couldn't believe it because the thing is it I was so dark it. that when we looked back at that we were like wait what is this what is this i played it and i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> no that's not me just completely forgets english oh, and we, speaks gibberish like gibberish. it wasn't like you just stopped speaking like you just but there was intention in that message i was like really trying to console you and then because she, she was being negative I fell asleep because I had nothing left to say. <laughs> wow. Okay. But we were really safe and had fun and got like millions of bagels after. Yes, we had some really Corona you, safe boss. fun. It was it was actually an awesome day. It was so fun. I also asked my boss for a raise and that 
moment. And our friend fell asleep on it at like 8 p.m. Okay. And now, Julia, for your pickle, I'm surprised that's not your pickle. <laughs> that's not my pickle. That was also a pride. My pickle this week is just getting angry at myself for like feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes I just get so mad at myself when I'm anxious. Yep. And like it's okay sometimes to be anxious and like you could do what you do to get over it. But also sometimes if you just need to like sit in the anxiety and be anxious that's okay yeah it's all right definitely so a lot of people do feel that mm-hmm. it's not even like it's it's guilt for how you feel about how you feel like what the mm-hmm. fuck like, why do we do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like hello we were just talking about that <laughs> yeah stop feeling guilty about how you feel yeah right yeah like what's the point because the thing is you feel it so like let's let's work through it or let's feel it instead of feeling the feeling and mm-hmm. also feeling bad about feeling it like that's so double true. suffering so true but anyway let me take a sip of my coffee here same Mm. this morning is sponsored by starbucks nitro cold brew and uh starbucks thank you starbucks use code r20 just gonna cleanse our (laughs) we're kidding we don't have a starbucks code maybe next week maybe next um so as we just cleansed our palates of our pickles let's talk about some pickles let's oh my god julia (laughs) she's definitely planning this out holy shit what'd you say i said she's definitely planned this out. i did not plan this out I'm just, I'm just here for the She's ride. She's just feeling it. Okay, great. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, where do we want to start? I feel like there's so many things there's that we so want to talk many about. Things right we can talk about. Okay, let's start with. Hmm. I kind of want to start with what you started bringing up before we started recording about like talking to your mom about mm. about listening to the episode because I feel like what, things I want to talk about in this episode definitely are like talking about sex with friends. Yep. And because like that can go a lot of ways. And I think that that's super important, especially in your 20s, like how you talk about sex with your friends, who you're talking Mm -hmm. about sex with. Like, so I want to get to the friends thing, but I want to know. But like we still feel uncomfortable talking about sex with our parents, right? Like Mm -hmm. we literally said mom and dad turn this off. Yeah. And you had a conversation with your mom about it. I did. So I want to know how that went. Okay. So yesterday me and my mom went to the mountain together, our fake mountain in Merrick. And... We, we were just talking and I was like, mom, I really want this episode. I was like, by the way, like we're going to record. We record in my house, right? Our studio is here right now. Not for long. I was like, we're going to be recording tomorrow. And I'm, I just want this episode to be everything that our listeners need. And it's going to be about sex. And she was like, OK, I think that's great. And me and my mom have a freaking great relationship. But this is like we talk about everything. And sex has always been something that's been like, if you need me, I'm here. Here's how to be safe. Blah, 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 and that's it and that's something that we've never really like have dived into and I don't really want to to be honest I'd like think that that's like something that yeah I also I think that like we'll never know like until we're parents yeah like, we're not gonna no- understand like what that feels what that's like, like yeah. totally and and I and I like I don't know it's like this really respectful boundary but I think it's always been great that I've felt very comfortable coming to her and like offering her to my friends she told me yesterday which I think is funny seeing her as a human and not a parent sometimes <laughs> and she's like when we were younger like you used to like send when not you were younger you sent your friends to me and been like oh yeah my mom could talk to you about that my mom could talk to you about that and she's like I never told you but in the moment I was like me you want me to talk <laughs> to your friends um but ultimately yeah I don't know she's always been very like allowed me to keep that peace private like not something I had to feel the need to share even she was telling me an an anecdote from when we went to the gynecologist for the first time and there were all these pages we were filling out together and then it got to the page where it asked about like how many partners you've had and blah 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 and she's like you could you could do this one on your own and I'll I'll be I'll be over here and I was like okay I mean (laughs) like you know the answer really yeah I mean I think also like we're really lucky like even though we're not like sitting here like talking about blowjobs with our moms which (laughs) I don't want to do I don't want to do either um but like I think that we're really lucky in that we have very like 
I guess in a way liberal parents yeah. who like think sex is a part of life and like obviously want us to be safe and responsible and do it with someone that we like love and not like you know just do whatever we want even though you you can can do whatever you want it's your body but from like a mom's perspective I'm sure they're like respect your body and like give it to people who are gonna respect it but I've felt very lucky knowing you know now being older and knowing how other parents are that like that there was always the like okay well you can like you know you can fill that part out by yourself like I don't need to be over your shoulder knowing how many partners you've had or like blah blah so like I think that we're really lucky in that way and like a lot of people aren't like growing up I'm sure a lot of people their mom was looking over their shoulder when they were figuring signing out that form or their mom wouldn't even take them to the gynecologist like Mm -hmm. I remember asking my mom to take me to the gynecologist for the first time to get birth control and like that was a scary conversation absolutely because it it, it's so intimidating and to give you like the opposite my dad's a great man but to this day my dad still like covers my eyes like puts a pillow over my eyes if there's like a kissing (laughs) scene in a movie that we're watching together so I think although they're both really great people and deal with the situation differently of course I'm sure it's it's weird for parents to you know see their kids doing things that feel like something adults should do but at the end of the day, I think we do feel a lot of shame around the topic. It is really taboo, which is why it's it's a weird conversation to have. But to feel like you can talk to someone who will understand, and this is kind of where like it goes into our friends a little bit, is we like we don't really get the proper sex education at all no. in school. Our sex education shit. It sucks, and like we that that means we don't know what's normal. We don't know what's right. We don't know what we're supposed to like. What we're not supposed to like. There's so many different layers to that. Mm-hmm. But help talking to our friends about something like this has been such a it like has opened the door for so many mm-hmm. more interesting conversations. I feel like so yeah, and especially as we get older, and also like you know there is like I don't know about back in the day, but like obviously now for women it's much more normalized to like yeah. talk about sex and talk about sex publicly and with your friends and like yeah. that. Thank God, like we everybody's doing it, so why not talk mm-hmm. about it? And because you can be safe and have better sex and like it's just it makes a lot of sense but like especially as we get older and we're more comfortable with ourselves the conversation gets deeper and more open Mm -hmm. and like that is I just like I love those conversations I love them too and we've had so much I guess fun but also it's broken so many boundaries like I think there's a lot that I was nervous to bring up with our friends there's a lot we don't know how to explain but I feel so much more connected to myself to my friends and even in like intimate moments because I have this like deeper understanding like when you Mm -hmm. have this idea that oh it's this certain way or it's this certain way or this person's sex life is like that that puts a lot of like pressure and literally every single day Ashley and I had a conversation last night over FaceTime and it was about sex it was about sex and I don't know like it just gave it just I continue to be mind blown by how much better we can feel if we just connect with people and like have right. real well, it's, conversations it's the same as any other topic right yeah. like if you like if you're gonna get actually real and vulnerable and raw about whatever topic like you're gonna feel less alone you're gonna Absolutely. feel better you're gonna feel more understood heard mm-hmm. like you can learn something like it's the same as any other topic yeah. unfortunately still like you know even though we have progressed there is a still a taboo yeah. around it and like of course people have you know we're more liberal but there are people that have those feelings for religion just views or whatever and like we respect that absolutely we're not saying like if you're not talking about sex you're bad or shameful Mm -hmm. like not at all but for us it's something that we like talking about we feel like we can benefit from it absolutely and 
I want I'm, I want to talk about like how because we kind of talked about it with Dr. Holly really quick about like how women can start these conversations with their friends because we're really lucky like our friend group is very open but totally. it, we weren't always right like, I was we gonna say always that too. and I don't remember like how we kind of broke shifted. that barrier <laughs> but like for for women who who want to start talking about like sex with their friends on like a deeper level whether that's like oh yeah like we did this and it made me fucking squirt or like or like we're <laughs> just thinking that we're you know or like it's like my sex life is really bad and like i need some advice like you know the both spectrums of yeah. like this is really incredible and we're doing this sexy thing or like i'm embarrassed maybe because this, like i yeah. feel like my sex life should be better and it's not yeah definitely and I, it's it's so cool to talk about and i think what's interesting and i don't know right i'm making a really big generalization right now so if you're out there and you're like fuck you like don't feel that way um but i think and once again like these are coming from our experiences experiences. everybody's different everybody's different we accept and love all but i think what's really cool also about us in particular julia and our and our friend groups is that we have i think we're on a different level with all this stuff Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is having these conversations has allowed us to explore different things about sex like i think there is nothing wrong if you if you as long as you are happy and feel good and you have consent like dr holly says all is cool yeah you don't dr. have to holly's feel- biggest thing is like all that you need for good mm-hmm. sex is two things and it's consent and it's pleasure and i just love that and i love that that's too, it because it takes away all of the stigmas and i think we're not trying to shame you here if you if you love to, to swing from the ceiling good good for you bitch like do your <laughs> thing and if you don't that's also okay yes. but the important thing is like to tell actually reflect on it and i think talking to people makes such a difference so anyway what i wanted to say is i love that our friend group is like this is what's going on here's what i love here's what we're working on here's blah blah blah. but i think that we actually are very intentional about this stuff about reflecting on it about how can we change how can we make it better Mm -hmm. and i don't know that everyone in the same way like with our minds and our lives i don't know that everyone realizes like it doesn't have to be that way. Like right. I, I hear all the time couples and I feel like especially when people talk about marriage, they're like, oh yeah, like it gets old really fast or it mm-hmm. starts to suck and whatever. And I just feel like this is just another thing that you can be intentional with if you want to be. And that doesn't mean you have to be, yes. but you totally can be. Right. Well, like anything else in like, a, you know, Brenna is in a really long term relationship and like anything else, like you have to be intentional in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional in your relationships with your friends, with your partner. Like, yeah, just like you have to be intentional about like date nights or like mm-hmm. connection. Like you also have to be intentional about sex because like literally biologically, like your hormones, like this is how attraction works. Like you there's like a period of which your hormones fire in a certain way for someone that you're attracted to, which is based on your biology and like who you're attracted to and then after a period of time i think it's two years those Mm -hmm. hormones stop firing they stop they just stop firing that way because biologically your body is telling you now you need to go spread some more seed that's that's why because no really because like that's why because like you're supposed to be attracted to someone for like this amount of time to procreate and then you're supposed to move on and procreate with someone else that's how the human race goes on existing that's how we were built so after that period of time like if you're not intentional like those hormones aren't there anymore they're not doing the job that they were doing before and it doesn't mean that they like you can't like you know that some of that might come back or like that it can't be you can't have this amazing attraction or like whatever but you need to start being a little more intentional and you have to put in the work just like anything else Absolutely. yeah i know i i agree entirely and i think it, it goes to say like 
like anything in life, we always say, Julia, constantly ebb and flow. Like things will ebb and flow. Oh, yeah. But you still have the power to to do whatever feels right and most aligned to you. And I honestly, like, I think it's, I think it's hot when someone is like is intentional about yeah. some like intimate things like that. When someone is willing to listen or or try or whatever, like I I think that's incredible because it just shows some sort of openness. And that doesn't mean like pressuring or like whatever, but it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And and we have the power to to change whatever it is that we want to if we want to. Mm-hmm. We just talked about so many great things with Dr. Holly. Oh my god, she's so good. <laughs> but I want to circle back to like the talking about it with friends. Like, what do you think? We did ask Dr. Holly. And she give us a great answer but but for you like what do you think is a good tip for you know a woman wanting that wants to like open up about sex with her friends whether it's like about the dirty stuff or Mm -hmm. it's about the vulnerable stuff I think leading the way honestly um I think that like kind of setting a barometer of sorts for someone Mm -hmm. and leading the way with vulnerability Mm -hmm. literally automatically encourages other people to be vulnerable i don't think that we suddenly went from you know our normal everyday conversations to oh my god i gave the best blowjob in the whole planet you know (laughs) like i don't think we went from from zero to 100 i think we slowly came to like um is this normal for you guys like does this happen to you like oh we were you know we were having sex last night and blah 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 blah. like i think we started slow Mm -hmm. but somebody had to lead the way i can't remember who was probably freaking me or you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah i think starting the conversation with being like hey does this happen to you guys i just want to talk about this Is, is this normal like just starting off slow and there is a huge possibility that people will meet you with resistance. Oh, yeah, especially it, if it's, like, the first time and you're yeah. not really comfortable with that kind of talk yet. Like, yeah. And I think, like, I don't. I want you to finish your thought, but, yeah, but, yeah. but especially with, like, for some reason, I feel like for the people that I know, that, like, talking about the dirty stuff is easy and talking about the, you know, like, the not great stuff is a lot mm-hmm. harder. Like, yeah. it's easy to be, like, for the people I know, it's easy to yeah. be like, yeah, we had like amazing fucking sex and we did this and like blah, blah, blah. And he was like so into it and whatever. And it's harder to it's be like, mm, like, oh, yeah, me and my partner haven't had sex in two weeks or right, like right. or like um, dating. But the sex is always really bad. Yes, or like, that's a really good point. You know, I, I think it's harder to admit those things. It's easier to be like, yeah, this, like I met up with this guy and the sex was fucking great, you know? Yes, no, that's actually a really good point. And I think that we experienced that too. I honestly think probably talking about the dirtier stuff was our gateway to talking to the deeper stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I have have really, like I think this whole vulnerable raw thing um, has really modeled the way for our relationships too. And we definitely started, I, as if I can remember correctly, started talking about those other things. And I think when someone comes forward and says, hey, yeah, like I totally get that, but here's kind of what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Have you guys experienced this? Like that has opened a whole other door for us to have a combination between I love the way this felt and, you know, this is really hard. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just given me a whole different perspective on sex in general and on intimacy in general and honestly on on how different things can be that people like like it takes time to figure out what's right and i think people and everybody's like, different everybody's different and everybody now that you mentioned that you everybody likes to paint a picture a picture of i have the best fucking sex life in the world and like that can be really hard to hear if that's not relevant to you or if that person's freaking lying yeah you know? like, yeah people love to lie about that like if and i think it i personally respect so much more and how will you ever know but i love when people come forward and they're like honestly this is the reality 
I don't know. I just I I crave stuff like that Me so too. much more. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to celebrate the shit out of you if you're like I tried this and it was great. Like good for you. Like I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad that worked. But there's no I I think it's important to release the shame and judgment from things not going the way you want them to because that's part of life too. Like it's mm-hmm. you're figuring it out. Yeah. You know, and and how much It's also how you learn. Like I feel like if you're not you know if you're in a place where like things maybe aren't good like talking about it I think opens up a door to learning and growth Mm -hmm. and like so it can get better or like you can get some tips or you can you know or even tips about like talking to people like the way you're going to talk to someone before you have sex and setting Mm -hmm. boundaries or or setting up yourself for success just being open about it allow I feel like if we don't talk about things and this goes for any topic if we don't talk about things we're just you're just gonna keep doing the same thing you were always doing yeah and this brings us into something interesting with women right Mm -hmm. I feel like as women often I totally felt this in the beginning stages like you I and I think people will relate to this you have this feeling because you don't know what things are supposed to be like and all you see is things in the movies or right. if you watch more and then you, the, what you see in porn like you have this idea that porn you're should supposed not be your education. to porn should so not be we, your education i love porn great like watch all the <laughs> porn you want but that should not be your education not your education but because those are the things that people learn from you have this idea of what it's supposed to be like and you feel this pressure to almost like like whatever is happening you know what i mean like kind of accept i think people are taught to be like oh yeah that's good like that that's right that because you yeah. don't know what it what it's supposed to be like at mm-hmm. first you know or even as i'm sure as you right and that could be really time. intimidating totally intimidating like let's be real here ladies like it's not women are different than men we're wired differently our bodies are different dr holly will blow your mind with a bunch of statistics and facts about the the female body in the future but like i think women so often feel like they need to pretend that things feel differently than they do and like that's not necessary Mm -hmm. but i think that it is almost um what's the word like a thing that people do just because that's what they're they're used to doing and we talk about I think I don't know if we did this on air or what like this fear of initiating and being rejected of sorts yeah I want to talk about that yeah go ahead go I just I it's interesting because like there is this stigma that like women shouldn't want it as much or that like men should be you know or that men should be these animals (laughs) right like but and I think that something that I like definitely struggled with was was initiating for whatever reasons like and I think that comes with like a fear of rejection 100%. because there's this stigma that like men are supposed to be this and these animals and want it all the time. So like there's this big fear of like if you're a woman and you initiate and you, that man doesn't want it in that moment, there's like the it's like, well, what's wrong with me? You're supposed to Absolutely. be an animal. You're supposed to want it all the time. 100%. It, it is totally a rejection thing. And I think I've, I'm trying to think of the thoughts I've had in my head in moments where I've feared initiating and it's mm-hmm. been like okay well if he doesn't want to that must mean he's not attracted to me okay well if he doesn't want to that must mean I'm not pretty enough that must mean Mm -hmm. that he thinks my body's changed that must mean like all of these exhausting thoughts like and also if you if it happens once then you're like oh well it's gonna happen every time I'm never gonna do it again yeah but yeah so it's it's so it's so fascinating that we that we think this way and I think also for for men well honestly for anyone like to an extent it can be like oh well she's not initiating or whoever we're talking about our personal heteronormative experiences oh yes. well she's not initiating so maybe she's not interested in me so it's like this cycle right of, of like well who the fuck what are we feeling here <laughs> what do we how do we get out of that how like, do, we get, how do we get out of that and i've found because you're right it is such a cycle it's such a cycle and it's it's like I don't want to use the word toxic because I don't like to toxic is the word it's 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 just confusing both yeah. ways and i've found now i'm kind of in a phase 
in my life where I feel like I, I struggled so much with body image for a long time and for especially last year and it definitely like played in it t- took a what is it took a toll on mm-hmm. our sex life because I just couldn't I honestly literally if I would be naked and start sobbing because I couldn't like I was so uncomfortable that I felt so disgusting Mm -hmm. that I didn't want anybody to touch me Mm -hmm. so that's where it was and Mm -hmm. now I'm in this phase where I'm like I have the power to make this as good as I want it to Mm -hmm. and I think it's this whole big shift that sometimes wait can you talk about that Brennan because I think that that's something that many many women can relate to I think I would go out on a limb to say that every woman has had an experience Mm -hmm. every sexually active woman has had an experience where she's like I don't feel great about my body and Mm -hmm. I like is he gonna what's he gonna think about my body is he gonna judge me yeah he she whoever they i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'm talking heteronormative just because that's my experience but I, this goes for everybody yeah love is love do what love you want is love, baby but if they are like oh are they gonna think about my body this way mm-hmm. or thinking blah 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 and i think that that's a common thing i think y- you had a particularly deeper experience with it versus yeah. like more than just like the passing thought oh yeah um and I think also a lot of women experience that so I really want you to go into that and like yeah. where that shift came from this is an interesting dig into my brain so um I it was just really hard like I I think there's this deep belief as a woman or maybe in general but as, especially as a woman where you feel like you need to please your partner or like give someone pleasure or else they're gonna leave you i've always had that thought i've never been given the reason to believe that thought right but there's this well if they suck they might (laughs) right right that's true but i've really never been given a reason to believe that but it's always been this like passing thought i don't really fully know where it stems from Mm -hmm. because it's never been through my personal experience but anyway um i think we're we're kind of taught that like i think about podcasts we listen to where they're like well yeah you better pleasure them or else they're gonna cheat on you Mm -hmm. and like what like hello like that's a really hard message to have in your head so especially when you're struggling with your mental health especially when you're struggling with your body that's a really hard thought overall to have because it's like well shit like i can't even take my freaking underwear off without starting to cry Mm -hmm. so like how am i gonna how am i gonna transition to that so it definitely was hard for a little while i did my my best and i tried to push away the thoughts and remember that like okay this person loves me for me this person is here for me but it was really fucking hard and i guess over time i started to realize that like we have this idea of what people like or this idea about ideal body or ideal situation but i just started to think about it like there's there's more than that Mm -hmm. and when i started to get out of my head and into my body it made the biggest difference and like over time when i kept you know repeating things to myself about me being more than my body to begin with and this is just like a vessel that i carry myself throughout um and doing a lot of deep internal work now i don't know i guess over time the more i started to put myself out there the more i started to initiate the more i started to like lead with confidence even when i didn't feel confident which might feel phony at first but like when i started to be like no like i'm a fucking hot bad bitch yeah you are (laughs) and then like little things like like lingerie honestly Mm -hmm. and like and like um i almost like started to to take control when i didn't feel like i had much of it Mm -hmm. like i would be like you know what no i have the power to make this different so cool went online bought some fun things said okay let me try this let me at least show that I care about this piece of our life, that I'm interested in making this piece of our life better, that I might not feel 100% all the time, but I'm willing to put in effort. Such a good tip. And, and, I, and I did. And it, it worked. Like, it yeah. worked so well because 
I think when you feel so deeply uncomfortable, you want to hide from everyone, mm-hmm. including the person you're having sex with, including maybe not having sex at all, like whatever it is, you want to fucking hide. Yeah. So by literally, no matter what size body you're in, by saying, I deserve love, I deserve pleasure, I deserve happiness, and putting on whatever you feel, taking off whatever you feel, bringing stuff into the bedroom that you feel will enhance and maybe you'll fucking hate it maybe i had a terrible experience where i bought something and i was like i thought it was something totally different (laughs) um which will be a story for another day but it's almost like embodying what you want to be and what you want to feel before you feel it Mm. and like testing yourself and testing your mind and saying i deserve all this shit even if i don't feel it then you do i'm so inspired by you brenda like i just think that everyone needed to hear that and like thank you for sharing that yeah because you know what we 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 do we talk so much about just being confident and being sexy and like this is all the things you can do and like blah blah but like that's not the truth all the time the truth is that sometimes you you do cry when you take your clothes off like that's the truth and like and knowing that like it's possible to move past that and it's possible to find confidence in that because you deserve it and it's mm-hmm. not for anybody else no. it's not like you have to cultivate that for somebody else it's for you you deserve pleasure you deserve to feel beautiful and i i'm i just think that that is so important to talk about and we really neglect that a lot of times yeah. and like yeah is it more fun to talk about blowjobs a hundred percent it's more fun yeah. but like that's the real stuff and that is like I think everybody needs to hear that. Oh, that that means a lot. It really does because it, it's such a hard feeling. It's such a hard feeling to feel like you, and and that's not to say that I haven't had moments even to this day where I'm like, eh, I don't feel great in my skin. I I no, literally this we past all week, feel that way. Everybody feels that way. But even so, even when you don't feel good about your body, when you don't feel good about the way you look, when you feel whatever, you still deserve that. Yes, that's so, it. That's, that's the key. really you it. still deserve it. And switching your mindset to that. And like, I, yeah, I deserve this. I deserve to feel beautiful. I deserve pleasure. I deserve to have fun. Like whatever it is, I deserve to feel love, connection, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, that, that's it. That's what it is. And also, I I know I mentioned this before, but I think there's a lot of, there's, there's stigma around either you don't talk about sex at all, or there's a stigma about you have to have the craziest sex life in the world. And I just really want to put out there, like, whatever it is that you're doing, as long as you're happy, like, is fine. Like everybody has this, the term, what is it? Vanilla sex. Mm -hmm. like if you like that dude do it like if you're happy and you're comfortable and that's what makes you feel good do it right like there's so much there's like so much there's so much like pressure i think totally i think you know why because it's kind of like with anything i think like when the pendulum swings in mm-hmm. one direction or another because for so long women were not allowed to talk about sex you are not allowed to experience pleasure like for for hundreds of years that was the female story yeah and now the pendulum is swinging and it's like women are empowered women are allowed to talk about sex you're yeah. allowed to masturbate you're allowed to watch porn you're allowed to have pleasure you're allowed to initiate like the pendulum had to swing that way yeah. but just like any other topic sometimes because when things have been so muted you have to get so extreme i think we will come more to this middle ground that like men are allowed to experience but the truth is is that like we are in this extreme place because totally. we've been you know uh, neglected for so long yeah so i think an important piece is to recognize that like this extreme like outward mm-hmm. sexiness like yeah. is not oh not really the whole story totally and and i i think it's helpful sometimes like how are you going to know what you like if you don't try it 
Um, but I don't think there should be all this pressure like, oh, like you have to do this one thing and that's like, you know, or else your sex life sucks. Like, no, like right. you don't get to say that. Right. But I, I think it's important to note that there are things it's like anything on this in this world like you're not gonna know unless you try so if you try something you're like oh my god nope like not never again like okay no problem like you don't have to you don't have to continue that way but if you want to try something different no there's no shame in that either right like if it's the pressure on both sides of the scale it's the pressure to either like not talk about sex at all and be you know a good little girl and like blah 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 and only save yourself for marriage and blah blah blah. or to be this like overtly sexy confident woman and like there is a middle there is so a middle and like you're not always gonna feel like even if you however you define your great sex life like you could be feeling different depending on the day there are days where i feel like superwoman hot confident give me this give me that and then there are days where i want to fucking lay on the floor and do nothing (laughs) and like just do your thing thank you yeah and like it's so it's so dictated by so many things like what you ate that day how stressed you are that day it's okay it's so okay like there's no i think about like a a question that people ask oh what's your favorite possession and like if it's this crazy thing where you're hanging from the wall that's okay great that's great but if you like your regular old like missionary (laughs) like that's cool too like that's fine let's release the shame let's release it yeah i think that's the biggest thing on like kind of like the overarching theme of today is no shame like do like dr holly said good sex is about consent and pleasure and however that manifests for you that's it Mm -hmm. that's it that's it and just real quick i think it's important to have open communication about you know about sex about how you're feeling about all that stuff because i think sometimes people can be threatened by feeling like oh, well, if you want to add things to the bedroom, then I must not feel like I must must not be doing enough or it must not be enough, blah, blah, blah. So I just think communication is super important. It's really helped me a lot to be open. And I think it's it, it honestly cultivates an even deeper relationship by doing those things. So just here encouraging all my ladies out there to not feel like you need to silence yourself or not feel like you can't speak up about it because i think often we have not only the fear of rejection and and being like wait what the heck but just because this isn't normalized like talking about this stuff isn't normalized that your partner might not be on that playing field yet like they might feel threatened or whatever so just giving you guys all the power out there to not feel like you need to silence yourself to keep speaking up for what you want to try or what you're not comfortable with also going both ways so for things you want to do and for things you fucking don't want to do like be honest be be there because i promise you it's gonna make things so much better so yeah i feel like we had such a a cool fun convo i hope it was helpful for people i hope so yeah and like totally this is like a scratching the surface there's so much more we could get into with this and like me and brenda are not any savants here like this oh no this is only 25 years of 25 life no we're not and we will never pretend to be we're here being as authentic as we can be in this current moment with you guys yeah but we do want to obviously like this is a conversation that is and a topic that like is part of so many people in their 20s lives Uh, most people I think are having sex in their 20s so -hmm. like it's a conversation that we definitely want to keep talking about so like Mm -hmm. if you guys have questions or like topics around this topic that you want us to dive into let us know it's a conversation we're going to start having more often because real and raw about your 20s a lot of people are are thinking a lot about this in their 20s whether they're having sex or whether they're not and Dr. Mm -hmm. Holly actually shared I'll just tell you super quick guys she shared with us that people in their 20s are having less sex now than they've ever been before and I think that's like a big groundbreaker slash shame releaser for any people that are currently virgins in their um in their 20s because I think there's so mm-hmm. much or have gone pressure. a long time not able yeah. to meet somebody yeah oh my gosh yeah hello the queue like it's totally cool mm-hmm. guys <laughs> everyone is on a different 
on a different path, a different playing field, a different whatever. Um, and, and we're here for you guys. Like we're here to talk about these things. We hope that this episode is valuable for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And we want to keep talking about it. So like, let us know. Let us know. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear Dr. Holly on Thursday. She comes in with all, all of the advice. All of it. She comes in so, she just handled every single question we asked her with so much grace. Like she's so (laughs) awesome. She really did. And wherever you're at, it's okay it's all good we're here for you if you want to talk about stuff and you can't talk about it with your friends send us a dm we're happy to chat we're no experts but we we love to chat we love to chat we love to have some deep conversations and yeah whatever you're going through is probably more than normal it's more than normal everything you're like "Mm, is this okay yeah it's fine yeah talk to us it's more than normal (laughs) and if you like tell your friend and they're like eh, not normal they're lying they're so they're fucking lying lying. i promise like especially now we realize more and more we're like oh my god Gosh, everyone is in the actual same boat. Yeah. So they're fucking lying. They're so don't lying. let anyone make you feel yeah, bad about don't where let you're at. at all. And um, you're beautiful and hot and sexy and you rock. Oh my God. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And try some woo. Okay. Oh, Brenda loves the woo. We love the woo. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.